0: On transforming lives. Not least, is do not
1: neglect God's grace. Amen. Amen. The Bible says, uh, 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 how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? Say neglect. neglect. Say neglect. neglect. Amen. What, what, what Paul was saying in this particular passage, it was like a warning. It, he was saying don't neglect God's grace. Don't neglect the price that God has paid for your salvation. Amen. Amen. Uh, 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 the thing about it is that notice neglecting people who neglect salvation or who neglect things, and that's something that just happened one day. Amen? Amen. You see, sin is a process. Okay? There, are, there, 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 there are a lot of times uh, uh, when you you uh, um, have a, a, a situation where they, they, they call it erosion. Okay, like if you if you're on a mountain and you see like a small drip of water running through a rock, uh, it would take a long time for that rock to experience that crack, but it will run through it over and over, little by little later by later, and then all of a sudden, it will erode the materials that is holding our rock.
0: Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory in Alexandria, Virginia, a multicultural missions-oriented, disciple-making organization with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message.
1: Uh, I I read a story about uh, 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 a bunch of trees that were uh, planted by the bank of the river. And um, there was a thunderstorm that came and all of the trees fell into the river. And the reason when they checked to find out why did the tree fall was that because the trees were getting the nourishment from the river, they did not go deep. Their roots did not go all the way down in order to get nourishment. You see when a tree is planted, the tree roots look for nourishment into the soil and it goes as deep as it can in order to remain stable. Okay? But if it can get the nourishment from the surface, They were not. And that's what happened. That's what's happening to some of us, to some people, is that they don't go deep into the things of God. Their life and their relationship is so shallow. And because of that, when storms come into their lives, or when things happen, or when unforeseen situation happens in their life, they are thrown apart. Amen? We need to go deep. Heeding the things of God, you need to go deep. Isaiah said it this way. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Amen? God was speaking. If you are willing, if you are obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Amen? It's not just a, a conversation that God was saying. Because if you read the voice before and the voice after, it is very, very important. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18 says, come let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be as crimson, they shall be as warm. So what God was saying to the children of Israel, and he is saying to people all around, he said, come, let's have a conversation. Let's talk about it. I'm willing to forgive you of your sins. I'm willing to cleanse you. I'm willing to change your life but you must come. That's reason. Amen? Amen? And then he said, if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the You see that? He said, come, he gave you the, the offering, offering for you to come, he, he bids you to come, but then he put the condition. If you are willing, you will experience the good. If you are not willing, will not. And that's what is in verse 20. He said, but if you are not willing, if you are rebellious, then destruction will come to you. Mm -hmm. Hello? You see how God saying wishes, promise? Mm -hmm. He said, come. Mm -hmm. He tells you the condition that you need and then he tells you the consequences for not obeying. And so heeding the word of God is important. Amen? Mm -hmm. Heeding the law Amen. Amen? Number three, last but not the least. We say, so great a salvation, the, 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 the result of the resurrection. We say, so great a salvation. We say, the grace of God. Amen? And then the last but not the least is, do not neglect God's grace.
0: Amen? Amen. The Bible
1: says, uh, 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 how shall we escape if we neglect so great is salvation. Say neglect. Neglect. Sin neglect. Neglect. Amen. What, what what Paul was saying in this particular passage, it was like a warning. It, he was saying, Don't neglect God's grace. Don't neglect the price that God has paid for your salvation. Amen. Amen. Uh, 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 the thing about it is that. Notice, neglecting, people who neglect salvation or who neglect things and that's something that just happened one day. Amen? Amen? You see, sin is a process. Okay? There are, there, 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 there are a lot of times uh, uh, when you, you uh, um, have a, a, a situation where they, they, they call it erosion. Okay? Like if, you, if you're on a mountain and you see like a small drip of water running through a rock, uh, it would take a long time for that rock to experience that, crack. but it will run through it over and over, little by little, little by little, and then all of a sudden, it will erode the materials that is holding that rock, and then some one day, the entire. Uh, uh, the will come down because it took time. It drifted. Okay, many of you have seen boats. Okay, where when you get in a boat and you know you want to ride a boat, when you come to the dock, what you have to do is to take the um, stuff and you have to tie the ships, to throw the anchor down in order to keep the boat, right? Keep it um, stable at the the, the pier. Amen. If you take a boat and you put it on the water and you don't tie it, what will happen? It will drift. Amen. And that's what Paul was talking about. He said in verse 1, he said, therefore we must give a more earnest heed to the things which we have heard less we drift. Say so less, less. we drift. We drift. So in, in essence what Paul was saying, if you don't hear or don't give heed to the Lord, don't listen to the voice of God and take the word of God seriously, and don't heed the Lord by uh, taking seriously your salvation, you might drift. You see see what I'm saying? You must drift. And I've seen this so many times in, in the church. I've seen people who are excited for the things of God, it seems like they are on fire. They are they, the only one that is serving God. And they are powerful in their, their walk with God. But then as circumstances and situations begin to happen and life begin to show up, they drift. And you know how sometimes they drift? Uh, you, I, I, can, I can identify when you find somebody drifting. Amen? they stop reading the, the Word of God, they'll stop praying, they'll stop giving, they'll stop fellowshipping, they'll stop coming to church, they'll stop interacting when you call them, they, they want to do something else, they'll they stop ministry, they'll stop their fervor, they're drifting. They're drifting. And you need to check your own life when you find out that the, the, the passion that you have for God seems to be drifting or wearing off, or you are able to sit in conversations where people are using vocal language that you could not stand before, and you can stand it now, or, or things are happening and nothing is to your heart anymore, sin doesn't seem to bother you, That's what Paul was saying. He said, be careful that you continue to hear, or else you may drift. Amen? Amen. And drifting doesn't start overnight. It doesn't happen overnight. I mean, you if you if you just take the boat, okay, situation, if the boat is at the dock and it starts to drift, it will stay around the dock for a while. If nobody catches it, Sooner or later, he started to go further with the time. Hello? And that's what Paul said. You were drift if you are not killed. Amen? Amen. You will you 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 find yourself being pulled by the works of darkness and by sin. You see, the devil wants to destroy you. That's his plan. And just because you got born again and you are in Christ does not mean that the devil will leave you. In fact, one, one of the good examples of how the devil operated is what the Bible says in, in Matthew chapter 4. After Jesus defeated the devil, the Bible says the devil left him for what? A season. Say a season. Yes, Jesus, the son of God. You th- that was a great temptation and Jesus overcame. But you would think that the devil would leave him forever, Right? No, but he left him for a season. Another version says he left him for a more opportune time. In essence, he went back and he went to regroup to come back. For a more opportune time. That's why the Bible says we need to be alert. Amen? Look look at Peter. Remember the story with with, Peter? Peter? Jesus was talking to the disciples, and he said to, to Peter in Luke, he said uh, chapter 13, he said, Simon, Simon, Satan has desire to sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith will not fail. And when you have recovered or, or been converted, strengthen the brethren. Okay, that was Jesus' encouragement to Peter. Hello? You know what Peter said? <laughs> Peter said to Jesus, it would never happen to me. Hello? He said, "It would never happen. He said, if I would die for you, I would it would never happen." He said, "Everybody can leave you, but it would never happen to me." In fact, Peter was saying, "Me Tells us what Jesus did. He took Peter, James, and John. And he went. They went to the Mount of Olive. The disciples, he left them to a particular place, and he carried Peter, James, and John further. And he said, I want to pray. And he asked Peter, James, and John, pray with me. My soul is exceedingly sorrowful unto death. Pray with me. The Bible says Jesus went to pray. You know what happened to Peter, James, and John? You see drifting? Hello? Mm-hmm. They were tired, right? Mm-hmm. But Jesus had just asked them. Someone, one commentator said it this way He said, Jesus asked Peter, James, and John, his three most trusted friends and disciples, at a most critical time in his life. And they slept. The Bible says, it was for three hours that Jesus was praying. The first hour, after the first hour, he came back to them and he said, he woke them up. He said, why? Can you not tarry with me for one hour? In essence, he was saying, can you not just pray with me for one hour? And then he made this very, very interesting statement. Watch and pray. Say it with me. Say, "Watch." watch. Watch. and pray. And pray. Lest you may enter into temptation. Watch and pray. Lest you may enter into temptation. And then he said, The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. I mean, many believers have tried to use that scripture over and over, and you know, because they don't want to wash and pray. But the back, Jesus made it clear: Watch and pray, or else you will enter into what? Right? temptation. That's what he was saying. Amen? And so basically what he was saying in essence, Peter I've just said to you that the devil wants to save you. Right? That's what he was saying. I just said it to you. Okay? You are saying that it will not happen to you, but you need to watch and pray. The second time Jesus came, the Bible says they were sleeping. The third time they came, he came, he saw them sleeping and he woke them up the last time and said get up those who have betrayed me are here amen now Jesus spent three hours to pray in order for him to uh, 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 intercede that means and the Bible says that when his prayer was uh, like drops of blood those were excruciating intercession hello It it was serious Okay, but he needed his friends too. But there were no nobody were there to help. him. Amen. Now, fast forward. When they arrested Jesus, Peter was the one who took the sword and cut off the, the high priest's servant ear. Jesus had to intervene in order to stop something that would have gotten worse quickly because there were soldiers who had uh, um, weapons, and Peter just had one or so. He stopped it, he healed the man. Right? So you see the this, this slip, the drift? You see it? The Bible says the second thing that happened is that Peter and John were going as they were carrying Jesus. They went with Jesus. Okay? But Peter stayed from afar. stay say afar. Say, far, Peter, who was always in the face of Jesus, now was walking behind Jesus from afar. You see the drape? The Bible says that when they reached the high priest's house, John knew the high priest, so John went in, and then John came back and told the girl at the gate to let Peter in. Now, at that point, Peter had two choices. He could have stayed with John. Is that if, as believers, we know the truth and we refuse to allow the word of God to change our lives and to transform us, it will be difficult for us to escape because we would drift. You see, Judas was a part of the disciples. Judas betrayed Jesus. When he had remorse, instead of asking for forgiveness, he killed himself. He did not escape. Peter was a, an apostle. He denied Jesus. Not once, not twice, but three times. When he thought about what, what had happened, the Bible says he wept. He went away. He wept. He cried. He asked for forgiveness. He was remorseful. He turned back to God. And when Jesus was risen from the dead, the Bible says Jesus said to the the women and to Mary, go and tell my disciples and Peter. He called him, singled him by name. Because Jesus knew that Peter had a, a, a capacity to transform and change things. And he was extending forgiveness and salvation. Amen? Amen. If you read the Gospel of John, Peter was the one who said to the disciples, after Jesus had shown himself to them, Mm -hmm. had ministered to them, he was the one who said to the disciples, I'm going back to my fishing business. And the Bible says, almost two-thirds of the disciples were back with him. Hello? Hello? You see, you see, just by him saying, I'm going back, to my fishing business, or going going away from God, he was leading people away
0: from
1: God. Amen? And the Bible says Jesus had to come and intervene in order to rest. Amen? And that's why I want to, to 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 encourage us. There will be no escape. In Romans chapter 1, when you read the passage in Romans chapter 1, I would suggest that you read it. Amen? The Bible says that God reached out to the people, but because of their continuous sin, God had to give them up. Amen? He said he gave them up unto uncleanness. He gave them up unto vile passion, and he gave them up unto a debased manner. In essence, the wickedness, he tried to reach to them with the gospel, but they refused. He said, God, them. Amen? Every one of us have heard of the gospel. People all around the world are hearing about the gospel. And the Bible says, if we do not heed, we will not be able to escape. This passage uh, a story that I heard about uh, Dr. Ara A. Toy, a okay, great evangelist and revivalist. He said, um, they, they talk about a story there was uh, uh, one man who used to come into his meetings and just cause confusion. Amen. And um, when the man, uh, his evangelist preach, he would stand up in the congregation and, and say all kinds of things. And so one day, after the evangelist preached, he stood up and he began to complain and talk all kinds of things about the, um, the, the uh, message and the gospel. And so this man, Dr. R. Um, a. said to him, this is not a good thing to do. You should stop um, speaking about the things of God because there are consequences. He said, he turned around and he said, as he was leaving, he said, I'm going, and I'm going to come back again to this next meeting to um, continue to uh, um, hey, you know, say bad things about the things of God in your gospel. And then this man, Art um, A. Um, said to him, no, you will not come back. As he went out, within five minutes, he said, had had a time, fell down they had to bring him back into the auditorium in order to wait for the ambulance to come. He was neglecting the grace of God. And he put it upon himself to challenge the word of God. The Bible tells us judgment came. Now God doesn't do that regularly but we shouldn't take chances with the things of God hear the word we need to obey we need to heed the word Amen? Amen. The Bible says how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? Let's stand up Thank you for spending this time with us we do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life the Bible says Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior.
0: Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. Please write or email us at Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory, Three Hundred Five Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandra, Virginia, 22309, or admin at bethelva.com. If you live in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. area, we invite you to worship with us at any of our services. On Sunday morning at 11 a.m., our contemporary worship service. On Wednesday night at 8 p.m., our Bible study. And on Friday at 8 p.m. at our intercessory prayer meeting. Thank you for joining us, and God bless you. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory. We are located on 8305 Richmond Highway, suite 2a alexandria virginia 22309 please join us at one of our services on sunday at 11 a.m contemporary worship wednesday at 8 p.m bible study and friday at 8 p.m intercessory prayer for more information about bethel city of glory and how you can partner with us please visit our website at Bethel City or email us at admin at Bethelva.com.